Hey folks, welcome to this very special podcast edition of Tay the Podcast Show. Uh, yeah, the, the Tay Show. You all know me. Taylor Gentry here, as always. I have a cup of coffee. Trust me folks, I am recording at 10 o'clock in the morning. I need my coffee. And I know a lot of you working people out there are like, I've been up since 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, I don't have to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning, so there you go. Stick that in your smoke and pipe it. Well, I have a very special guest today, a young lady by the name of Miss Taylor Tannehill. Taylor, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Are you, wow, you are up really loud. (laughs) (laughs) I have a loud voice. That's okay. A loud voice is better than a quiet voice. So, I had actually recorded an episode last week where I was going to make an announcement about you being on the show, but honestly, I kind of screwed it up because I think I got your job title wrong. So what is it exactly that you do do? Are you exact? Are you? Hold on a minute. (laughs) Are you? What would you call yourself? Would you call yourself an aspiring fitness model or are you a fitness model? Like what? What are you? I would call myself an aspiring nutrition and health model, honestly, because the fitness industry is a little more about um, I don't know. It's not always that healthy because people compete and they starve themselves and they dehydrate themselves. But I'm more about a balanced, happy life, but also taking care of your your body while you're also happy instead of unhappy and starving yourself. So that's what I strive for. And how does one fall into this? What do you mean fall into Just, this? I mean, what got you interested in wanting to pursue this as a, a career? Well, long story short... Nobody in my family takes care of themselves. Oh, come on. You got to give me the long story. Oh, you want the long story? <laughs> I want the long okay. story. I all want, right. I want the beginning, the the climax, the falling action, all that stuff we learned in high school, but we've never applied. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess, first of all, one of my old best friends in high school, or actually middle school, was really into fitness, mm-hmm. and he would put me through these little ab workouts at his house, make me run with them, and I hated it, but I ended up actually really loving it, and um, it was kind of a getaway for me because there was a... A lot of things going on in my family, and I guess it was something that took me out of that situation for a bit, and it was just a way to uh, get rid of my stress. So I ended up, during that time, I just ended up getting a passion for it, and I just loved it so much that I wanted everybody else to feel that way, because I used to be very insecure, didn't have any confidence, I didn't really have a a drive for much, Mm -hmm. but the gym and, and eating healthy just made me feel so good and just gave me so much ambition. So it's funny. You mentioned the word (laughs) ambition. He's been on the show, by the way. It's a way of life. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, if, if you're, uh, if you missed that little, little, uh, sidebar there, I'm of course talking about my twin brother and his, his, uh, apparel company, ambition apparel. I had to take a sip real quick. He's really, I've seen, I mean, he's really good at his clothing and whatnot, but he, is awful about just plugging it everywhere. Mm. Which I know that's kind of what you're supposed to do, and I will admit that he's 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 a better marketer than I am. Yeah, I'm a terrible salesperson. But here's the thing. <laughs> he ca- he came over here uh a couple of weeks ago and you know, he hasn't lived here in almost a year. Mm-hmm. 
and he saw our neighbor. He hasn't seen our neighbor. God, I don't know how long it's been. He comes up to me. He's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, you want to buy a shirt? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, wow. Just throws it out there. Yeah, just throws it out there. (laughs) But... That's like yesterday. I was I was sitting next to my friend Hassan, which we're pretty good friends. But I was like, "Hey, do you like long sleeves?" And I was like, "What do you think about this?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, I want one." I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll check it out." And I think we have some. And I just told him it was like twenty dollars. But the day I met you, he, <laughs> you know, he had his little pavilion set up in the gym, and he he told me he's like, "Okay, watch it, but while I go to the bathroom, okay." <laughs> Knowing my luck, I had two people that came up to me that were inter- that were probably interested in buying something and i misheard tyler talk to me about prices mm. and they were like oh how much is it and i'm like um it's like 25 bucks a pop oh but we have a website oh, okay i'll just go on that comes back hey man how'd it go hey the price is 25 right no for what? The which? Just for every. I thought oh. like he was selling everything for twenty five bucks, oh. but it was just like the new stuff, and then everything else was like marked down like mm-hmm. ten to fifteen. And I'm like, oh well, I'm glad I'm not selling life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so you're into the nutritional modeling, which that sounds a lot. I did say that right, right? Nutrition and health. Nutrition and health slash modeling. Or really, there is no slash. But it sounds a lot... I guess it sounds a lot better coming off the tongue than fitness modeling. Mm-hmm. Because really, any 17-year-old girl who looks decent, who takes provocative selfies of herself on Instagram, is a fitness model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, were, we were kind of talking before we started started recording. You do have your own YouTube channel. Right. Uh, but, uh, and I've, I've watched a few things here and there just to sort of do what little prep I did for this interview. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what, um, but you haven't, you haven't posted much lately, have you? No, I haven't. Um, but what, what was the, um, uh, I guess what I'm asking, what was the, the thing that got you into being like, hmm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a YouTube channel? Well, there's a lot of, girls that I would watch on YouTube and they're just really inspiring. And I, I just, they inspired me to start making videos. And also I was prepping for a competition mm-hmm. and then I kind of realized, well, first of all, I wasn't prepared for, for everything that went into it at the time. And it just wasn't a good time to do it. But so I, I kind of stopped doing the videos and another is cause I was using my phone, which didn't have enough data to keep recording. So it always shut off. And I was like, what the heck? So now I'm investing for a good camera that I can actually do that for. Mm-hmm. And also, since I'm not competing, and that's initially why I was doing those videos, I've, I've kind of had to um, think about what I want to do these videos for, what I'm aiming at. So, Com- Tell me about competitions. Uh, what, uh, what made you want to attempt something so insane? <laughs> well... I initially wanted to get into fitness modeling, so mm-hmm. I thought it would be a way for me to get into it, which it is, but it's also a lot of politics that go into these shows. So There's politics in everything. Yes, and <laughs> it's almost become a fad to do shows now. Yeah. So it's it's not as special. Mm-hmm. So I just, I kind of lost a passion for that, and I just strayed away from it a little bit. I probably will do one in the future just to see how it goes, because I think I would do well, but... Not right now. It's not something I want to go towards. And just for the record, like these aren't um, 
what you would used to see a lot back in the 90s where you would have women that were as ripped, probably more ripped than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. <laughs> they People are still ripped. Those women are still ripped. Right, but it's not that in, it's not that ridiculous no. or scary. It's, no. It's probably more scary than ridiculous. <laughs> yep, and some people are taking uh, supplements that I don't believe in that will probably hurt my body in the long run. That's not code for steroids, is it? Uh, there's, yes, they all take a form of steroids for the most part. Even the smallest, uh, bikini girls will take some if they want to go bigger and thyroid enhancers. It's just not, it's just not healthy. Did you just say thyroid enhancers? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You probably don't know what that is. I never, I didn't know such a thing existed. And I, I don't know if I should feel totally dumb or... <laughs> no, I don't even hardly know what it is, but I know that it would mess with my thyroid, which ends up like with my digestion, my digestion, I can't speak, digestive system, and I just don't want to hurt, even hurt myself. I'd rather just go the natural, healthy way. Well, yeah, because you Get where I'm going. I mean, you don't want to, you don't want your heart to explode. Yeah, and I mean, people, it, some things rise your blood pressure and mm-hmm. you end up going to the hospital and... Yeah, like, I hear... I don't know if you follow professional wrestling much, but I've read a few articles just in the last two or three months. There have been several professional wrestlers that I I didn't even know that it happened to them. They died recently. And they, they, I mean, granted, they weren't like huge superstars, but they Mm -hmm. were guys that I was pretty familiar with. They all died before age 40. Is really scary. Is it because of the supplements they were taking? Just, I think years of, I mean, obviously some of them partied a little too hard and they just kind of gave mm. out. But some of them, you know, it was years of steroid abuse and yep. they, you know, they're, I mean, it's the same thing with how Eddie Guerrero died. I mean, Eddie Guerrero, from what I understand, you know, he gave up the partying lifestyle, but he had used steroids to, and he, I mean, come on, he had to have used steroids because right. he was... He, like the first 10 years of his career, he, you know, he was wrestling as a cruiserweight. And by the time he died, you know, he had already been the heavyweight champion of the world. So, (laughs) yeah, so. Yeah, definitely. Something went, something, something in between there. Something kind of went weird. (laughs) Yeah. And just to let you know, I'm not against people who do take those supplements, but it's not something I want to do because I don't want to hurt my body. I'd rather use diet because diet and the foods you take in are the most important part mm-hmm. of um, the fitness life. So would you say getting in shape, losing weight, do you think, I, I hear different things and this is what makes me mad about going to the gym and trying to live a healthy lifestyle because some people will tell you that dieting is more, it's more about dieting than exercise. Some people will say it's more about exercise than dieting. Some people will say that it's like 50-50. There could, it, it seems like nobody can ever come up with a good consensus of what the heck to do. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I definitely believe that diet is the most important part because okay. exercise is very important. Um, I honestly don't think that it's 80% diet or 20% exercise. I think, I think diet is more important, but exercise is also a big part of it because if you want to see results, you want to put on um, some muscle or you want to tone up, you got to like, go work out and lift some weight. So it's definitely important, but there's a certain amount of, of intake of proteins and carbs and fats that you need to take in to reach whatever goal it is that you want to reach. If that makes sense. It does. And I was going to, okay. I remember what I was going to say. So it's more about, it's more about eating right, not eating less. 
Oh, yes, completely. Because some, some people, a personal trainer was telling me that a lot of people run into that problem. Oh, yeah. Of course, if you want to lose weight, you have to be in some sort of deficit, but do it in a healthy way. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're eating bad and then all of a sudden you're starting to eat really good, nutritious things, you're going to lose weight regardless. But sometimes if you've been dieting so long or doing something for so long like I have, I have to make myself a little bit of hungry. But I'm still, if I'm hungry and in the end, if I feel like I'm going to pass out or something, I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let myself be starving and unhappy and whatnot. And you so. do you do eat before you go to the, before you I work out. I always okay. eat. I recommend eating an hour before. Because I made it'll that take mistake. About, it'll take about mm-hmm. 45 minutes to an hour for uh, carbs to digest into your system. Mm-hmm. And um, I also recommend some fats with that because it'll help sustain that energy from the carbs. But no quarter pounders. No quarter pounders. Dang it. <laughs> if you want to get a cheat meal like that, eat it after your workout. Because that's, okay. when, that's so, when your body's burning so can, energy. So I can eat two quarter pounders after I work out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just ruin your entire workout. That's fine. Why not? <laughs> All right. So there, there is a very important topic that I want to talk about. And I kind of feel cheap for bringing it up. Let's hear it. But I've got to. It's been bugging me for months and months. And I think it is a problem that is facing our nation, and it needs to be addressed. We need to come up and find a solution. Uh oh, right getting here, real. Right now. Getting real. Plus size models. <laughs> <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> I know it's it's a ingr- like. Here's the thing. I've the way my insane warped mind works. Plus size models. One day I was. I don't even remember what I was doing. I was probably drinking coffee or writing a script. I was doing something. And I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? I want to devote an entire segment to talking about plus size models because I feel like, I feel like my definition of what a plus size model was like maybe five or six years ago is completely different than what it is now. Hmm. And I know this is like a really weird topic of conversation. No, I'm interested. But okay. Follow me down this rabbit hole real quick. Have you ever heard of a lady named uh, Iskra Lawrence? I think that's how you say her Never. name. Okay. Uh, how about Ashley Green? Nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ashley Green. I'm bad with the names. <laughs> no, it, it's cool. Ashley Green uh, was the, I think she was the one of the most recent cover girls for the swim, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And she, apparently there was a lot of controversy because Ashley Green is a bigger girl. She's a very attractive woman, but she's a little bit bigger than, say... She actually got meat on her bones. She does, but it's visibly... It's very noticeable that she has got a little bit more meat on her bones. Hmm. But then you take a a woman like Iskra Lawrence, who was fat-shamed because she was a plus-size model, but she was not nearly as thick as, say, an Ashley Green... But then you have plus size models that are like border on like three, four hundred pounds and are out there at nutritionist conventions telling people that they should stop using the terms like diet and overweight because it hurts people's feelings. (laughs) So I guess my, my question is like, you know, and there is a lot of issues in our society now Mm. you know about body image and what we tell kids and tell children how they should look or however you want to dress that up so i guess my question for you is 
you know, do you think it's important that, you know, I don't think we should shame anybody for looking the way that they look, but do you think it's important that, you know, we kind of stress that looking healthy and living a healthy lifestyle is more important than, you know, everybody feeling hunky-dory about themselves? I feel like we live in a society today that people are are getting offended over these smallest things. Absolutely. Um, Which is why we have a no apology policy on this show. It's like everyone, <laughs> it's almost like everyone, everyone deserves a trophy. And mm-hmm. instead, people that actually deserve it aren't getting a trophy. Like mm-hmm. at my work, I work at BJ's Brew House, by the way. They give out um, like little uh, pins for people that have been working hard, which... I have been working there over a year and I still haven't gotten one, but it's because I don't so, necessarily need one. Someone sounds a little bitter about that. <laughs> Actually, no, because I know I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I don't need something like that to show that I'm a good worker, mm-hmm. but they give it out to push people. And that's this, that's sad that you have to give something like that to push someone. But anyways, back on topic, I think, can you repeat the question again? I will try because I know it was like a really low. <laughs> so I can get back. Well, I took like five minutes to get to it because I was trying to explain. Okay. So my question is, God, I can't eat. I, I don't even think I can do it. You're say- I can't do it. <laughs> You're saying, should we um, worry about hurting people's feelings or should we stick to like being. Well, like my, you know, you know how we are like Victoria's Secret. You're going to have beautiful women selling bras and panties. Abercrombie and Finch, you're going to have the guy with the, you know, the eight pack yeah, (laughs) at minimum, you know, selling shirts and jeans and and, and whatnot. And, you know, we have a lot of people that are just like, well, you know, we need to, we need to make sure that everybody feels included and that everybody (laughs) feels good about themselves. So maybe we just need to have more, you know, you know, less eight packs and more jelly rolls. And then you have people on the opposite extreme, and I'm thinking more about. Okay, I, I'm not going to chase that rabbit hole right now. I'll co- I'll come back to it. But my question is, you know, the people that are sensitive, you know, is it a good? It's like I said, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I know what I want to say, but I can't say. It. <laughs> um, my question is, you know, is it important to? you know, encourage people to want to strive to look the best they can as opposed to just being, I'm not okay, but that's okay. If that makes any sense. (laughs) Well, I completely, okay. I do think that people are just, people should love themselves and be happy with themselves, but it is an, it is unhealthy to be over a certain way for people. And, um, as far as like, models go and Victoria's Secret models I believe that's how it should be because they're trying to attract but you don't think that that's I guess an unrealistic picture of how a woman should look I definitely think that is unrealistic is it okay because photographers edit pictures they Mm -hmm. they make people smaller they they um make they, they they enhance features of um people's beauty and People and, and people want to compare themselves to things like that, which they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But it does also motivate people to try to become better, but they shouldn't be comparing themselves to those people as they're doing it. Does that make sense? I think it does. Do you also think that maybe people are taking it the wrong way? 
I definitely think people are. They take up every everyone's taking things personally nowadays rather than just going with their daily lives. Well, it's just like, <laughs> well, it's just like I'm looking at it like this. You know, I'm. I mean, granted, I, I, I'm not morbidly obese, but I am a bigger guy than my brother or, you know, some of my friends that are a little bit more athletically toned than me. And I get that, you know, all of those Abercrombie and Finch models probably haven't had a carb since 2006. Oh, no, they don't eat. They don't right. eat. But, you know, I wouldn't consider looking at guys with nice abs a pastime of mine. But having said that... To me, it's a little bit more aesthetically pleasing to the eye having that guy model your clothing than a guy of my body type. Because I'm going to tell you, it's not going to make me feel better about myself seeing a, <laughs> seeing a fat guy wearing Abercrombie <laughs> jeans. Nor I, is it going to make... I'm, and I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't feel good about yourself if you saw a 300-pound woman right. missing a leg because of diabetes selling Victoria's Secret underwear. <laughs> yeah, what I, like, what I have to say about that is, of course... You can it's be a as, sales you can pitch. Be, you can be as mean and unapologetic as you want to be. About it. <laughs> it's so a, honestly, permission. it's a sales pitch. And people are just trying to sell their clothes. And they, mm-hmm. they want somebody that is maybe starving themselves or modeling to sell those clothes. But those models do that because they they love it. Like, I want to start modeling, too. And um, I, I will maybe, like, do some low-carb the week before a photo shoot because, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to be in front of the camera. I want to look good. I want to, you know, practice what I preach. And it depends on what kind of modeling you're doing too. Cause there's all kinds. I mean, you've got fitness modeling, you've got high fashion modeling, you've got, you know, you do right. have, you know, like Lane Bryant models and, you know, like it'd be hard for me to be on a fashion runway because I'm not the tall, yeah. skinny, you know, Victoria's secret model looking woman. But I also think that I do want to say just because that um, those stores and whatnot is showing those uh, thin people doesn't mean that that's what um, is ex- that's what beautiful is. Not saying they're not beautiful, mm-hmm. but everyone has their own perception of what beauty is. Exactly. exactly. So you can't compare yourself to that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's a really good point. And you know, uh, in in England, I think I don't know if they're still doing this, but there were there were some stores that. We're starting to make, I guess, I guess you say like plus size mannequins to like accommodate people who, you know. Were, well, they want everyone to feel comfortable if yeah. they're bigger. But I, do you think, do you think it's a bigger deal with women than men? Definitely. Okay. I do think it is a definitely a bigger deal. Because it's like I, because it's like I said, I don't care. It's, yeah. I, you know, I'm indifferent one way or the other. But I, but you know, by nature, and I know this is a lot of people are going to say that this sounds sexist, but women are a little bit more sensitive than men on average. That's how that's how I believe God made us. Right. So you know, I, and and it is mostly women that I hear you know complaining. I, I hate to say it, but you know, it is mostly women complaining about body image issues because, like I said, us guys we don't care. Right. <laughs> we, we don't care. Right. Right. Not right. to say that men aren't insecure about the way that they look. I mean, they're, you know, granted, I could probably take better care of myself. And I'm sure a lot of my friends, you know, they feel the same way. But it's like you said, beauty is in the eye of the beholder and guys like fried chicken. So <laughs> that's all. That's we're, all. We're all made differently. People mm-hmm. just need to accept. I believe acceptance is a big part. You got to accept who you are. Always strive to be always try to be better than you were yesterday and um but just don't beat yourself up about it which 
I I beat my I tend to beat myself up about oh, a lot of things, I mean, which everyone does. But everybody really does. You still gotta just accept and love yourself regardless. If you you don't need to compare yourself to the person next to you, you just gotta love who you are. Unless that person next to you drives a Ferrari. <laughs> True. And you know what, you know what's sad? I hate that. Uh, I hate that saying. Don't ever judge a book by its cover. Right. Because it's really inaccurate because good looking book covers sell a lot better than ones with crappy book covers. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really giving you all great moral advice today. (laughs) So, well, speaking of better, bettering yourself going forward. So you said that, you know, you're definitely wanting to continue your career uh, into modeling. I mean, what else, uh, what else do you want out of this, this this thing we call life. <laughs> well, I I just want to make it like I just have a goal to make society happier and healthier. And that that is a really God, God bless you. That just that sounds <laughs> like it would Do you do you come home every night like in tears? <laughs> no. Because, okay. <laughs> Why would I be in tears? Just because, just the way that you put it. I mean, my God, that has got to be like a hard thing to, <laughs> to, I mean, number one, it's really hard to wrap your head around. Right. I'm saying that and, you know, I've only been up for like two hours. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that is a huge goal. I've never heard anybody put something like that. Well, I am in school to be in a community in public health, which mm-hmm. I want to be a health analyst or a health educator. So... That being said, I will, um, my career, my career path, I will be looking at a community and I'll be searching for things that is wrong in that area of the community and saying, Mm -hmm. well, why is this happening? And then I'm going to develop a program to make that, um, that health disparity better, if that makes sense. It does. So that's a way that I will be, um, making it a a healthier place. So have you had any kind of hands-on experience in the field yet or is it just it's really more about studying right now Um, i'm i'm honestly just studying a lot right now so so in your research um have you done any looking around into uh the first lady's uh school lunch initiatives or anything like that or is that kind of a separate deal of what you would be looking at no actually that actually has a lot to do with public health actually. Yeah. Yeah. We'll learn about, um, students, student portions for, for children and stuff mm-hmm. like that in school. Uh, and notice that if they give, um, a more nutrient dense rather than calor- calorie dense meals, mm-hmm. they feel a lot better and, um, they are more satisfied throughout the day. So is Michelle Obama doing it wrong? I don't really know a lot about, <laughs> like, I don't know too much about what she's doing and what mm-hmm. is she doing? Taking out bad things out of machines or well, it's, yeah, it's been that, and it's been, from what I hear, like, the food that is being offered through the program is so bad that they've literally, like, kids are literally throwing pounds and pounds of school lunch food away by the week. Because of her program? Yeah. Wow, well, it doesn't sound too satisfying then. No. Um, I'm not sure what she's putting in there, but so I, there's a way to uh, be healthy, but also eat and enjoy it. I do it every day. All so. right. Another hardball question. <laughs> Throw it. <laughs> if, if you don't know the answer to it, like, don't worry about it. This is just, I'm shooting from the hip. I'm a trauma best. So, do you think, 
I guess the best way I can put this, do you think government involvement in students' nutrition and health has been a plus or do you think it's been more of a negative? I don't think they know what they're doing. That seems to be the recurring theme in anything you have to do with government. <laughs> I, th- I think that... <laughs> I honestly think that the food and things like that in schools should be controlled more locally rather than nationally because every state is different. Mm -hmm. There's different ethnicities. Like for instance, native Americans have more of a chance with uh, diabetes Mm -hmm. than other ethnicities. So if you're in an area where there's more of the, of native Americans, well, you got to watch out for the sugar and carbon take there that they're putting in their bodies because it could hurt them. Mm hmm. So I believe that it should be more um, locally than nationally for sure, rather than the just the government taking what I could go into the government. No, I'll yeah. do that another day. No, absolutely. <laughs> What's wow? You usually a lot of people can't hit the hard ones. So <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and down here we're eating too much lard. So <laughs> <laughs> yep, southern. Or, or we were eating too, too much, much sweet tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. You know, I, I'm I've always been more of a coffee person, but I'm starting. To, I'm kind of thinking about getting more into teas. I had Earl Grey tea for the first time in a long time at Mimi's the other day. I th- I didn't know if the- I didn't know if you were going for a sneeze or if you were gay. <laughs> like, oh my god, he drinks Earl Grey. I don't really drink it that regularly. I, I only had half my coffee this morning. So. Well, I've got a whole pot in the kitchen, oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, I had Earl Grey and it was really good. It's like, you know what? I think I might do more of this. More hot teas and stuff. Hot teas are really good and they're also really good for your metabolism. Yep. And they detox. So, okay. So, while we're on the subject of of hot good beverages, uh, (laughs) coffee, um, good or bad for you? Um, A lot of people have their different opinions on this, Mm -hmm. but coffee is a natural laxative. Um, But there is a difference between having coffee and having pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks but it's like you know I I told you I drink a lot of coffee right but the vast majority of the coffee that I drink is black yes I don't put any sugar or cream in my coffee anymore unless I go to like I call the specialty drinks at Starbucks and Dunkin Donuts I call them frou-frou drinks yeah I only which they are delicious they are delicious (laughs) and I know that they're unhealthy for Mm -hmm. the most part but you know, if I ever go out for coffee, coffee, I very rarely get it black. I usually get it, you know, like the mocha swirls or the frappuccinos or stuff like that. But I don't drink frappuccinos that much. Most of the coffee that I drink, it's just straight black folders. And But I drink like, you know, up to five or six cups a day. Yeah. So well, I, know that, I know that's probably not the way to go. But the thing <laughs> is, um, I wrote a I wrote a blog. I have a happy and fit lady. I thought blog. You were, I thought you were going to say I wrote a book. It's like, oh, well, I wish throw that in r- randomly. Why don't you? I wish I had a book, <laughs> but um, I should. But I have a blog and I actually wrote about going out and eating. And um, whenever I go to Starbucks, I get a skinny vanilla latte. Mm-hmm. And even that has like 2% or low fat milk or something in there. But I replaced that milk and put um, almond milk in there, which is actually a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. And it's not and the it's actually not even that bad for you. All it is is milk and uh, the coffee, little espresso, I, I believe. And then uh, sugar-free vanilla syrup, which isn't bad. Sugar-free mm-hmm. vanilla syrup isn't like the best for you still, but it's still low, lower calorie. And so it's delicious. So you're more of a 
you're more of a Starbucks gal than a DD. <laughs> I actually like Starbucks. <laughs> no, I was there yesterday. I like Starbucks okay. Um, I really do. I don't mind it. I just don't like how expensive it is for coffee. Oh, it's extremely expensive. If it were cheaper, I Because would... people will buy it mm-hmm. regardless. And you're not just paying for the coffee. You're also paying for the atmosphere. Correct. So... But, the cozy fire that they have. And winter. I do, I will admit, I like the atmosphere at Starbucks. Right. But $5 for a cup of coffee, I'm not so sure. Right. But then again, the frou-frou drinks cost a little bit more. Oh, definitely. It's getting me a latte, $5. Yeah, you're putting a lot more into it. But you could basically get something similar at Dunkin' Donuts for like half the price. Or make it at your house like I did today. If you know how to do it, yes. I think that's... I think you should, but my problem is I haven't quite gotten it right yet. Well, this is what I do to make my skinny <laughs> vanilla latte. <laughs> I make my coffee. It's medium roast. Mm-hmm. And then I have sugar-free vanilla um, creamer from Kroger. Mm-hmm. Put a tablespoon of that in there after I brew it. And I, by the way, I'm doing this in a blender. So I put a tablespoon of sugar-free vanilla creamer, a splash of almond milk, and then a packet of stevia. And I blend it together, make it a little foamy on top, and then mm. I pour it in a cup, and there, I, there I am. Did you work as a barista, or do you actually no? Okay, I'll, no, that's awesome. I'm glad you know how to do all that. So you're like a you're you're an amateur barista, and you're also a model and a waitress. Very amateur barista. You're a jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if BJ BJ's Brew House ever decides to, you know, get into the barista business, they they they've got a foot in the door. Yep. So. <laughs> Of course, I'm not a pro, but I try. I nope. put coconut oil in it, too, by the way. It's actually really good. That that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's really good for you. Coconut and coffee is an oddly good combination. Mm, it's uh, really good. Because uh, I just love, you know, they've got uh, they've got this thing called a Coco Loco. Ooh. I'm, yeah. I, I haven't, I've been there a couple times, but I'm not ever really a huge fan of the coffee that I've been choosing right. to get there. Well, I'm getting the wrong thing. Well, again, <laughs> I get the frou-frou stuff. Yeah, so I don't that's ever true. Get, I don't ever get regular coffee. That's true. I'm always uh, getting the black with, you know. Yeah, but they've got uh, they've got this thing called a Coco Loco, and it's it's a mocha, but they also put coconut in it. Omg, it's actually really good. That does sound super good. Yes, yeah, they've got like five or six really famous specialty drinks that are awesome. I don't mm. think I've tried all of them. I've tried most of them. Though. That sounds delicious. Yeah, and they've also mocha got white, and coconut white chocolate tiramisu. Is really good. Oh yeah, <laughs> tiramisu is yes. so good. Yes. Whew. Guilty pleasures, but yep. pleasures nonetheless. <laughs> so, well, okay. Earlier we were kind of getting into uh, all the places that we can, all the things that you were into, all uh, places where we can check you out. So, uh, give me the run through real quick. Your YouTube, your blog, your uh, blog spot, all that stuff. Right. Um, my YouTube is kind of on pause right now, but I plan on getting a com- mm-hmm. uh, camera soon. But um, it's t- it's called Taylor Gaines. With a Z. Yep, Gaines. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, check that out. And then I have um, Facebook. I post some stuff. Not too much, but Instagram is my main, my main thing right now because mm-hmm. I'm just not really uh, doing anything else. I guess with media, but I'm Instagram, doing, I have, I'm not doing anything except taking pictures on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, no, but I do have an Instagram thing that I'm, I'm using right now. I, I use that to gain a following, I guess. To, and that's how I reach. That's how I get my message out to people about being happier and healthy and stuff like that. Um, but it's baby T 
two A's, four E's. So check I'm, that out. I'm glad you spelled that out because <laughs> I, I forgot. Baby T. That's how I say it. <laughs> but that's that's usually that's it right now. I don't really have too much Snapchat, but that's nothing special. And you haven't uh, you haven't worked on your blog. I have not worked on my blog lately, but it is on WordPress. And it, so what, what's the name of it? Uh, it's T Tannehill WordPress. I'll have to check it out real quick, but I believe that's what it is. But I plan I'm making one soon. School is kicking my butt, so I've kind of worked on it as much. Butt. Yeah, it's ttannehill.wordpress.com. Okay, all that stuff. So, all right. Well, uh, we've chased enough rabbits today, so I think we're going to call it a day. Taylor, thanks for joining me here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for playing along, everybody. I'll see you soon. <laughs>